have noticed, at least in my neighborhood, even before we come out of uh, phase one and into phase two, there's a lot of 20-somethings that seem to be standing very closely together. It seems like they don't have, they're not exercising the same caution when it comes to um, keeping that six feet apart, that safe physical distance. And the numbers show that we are seeing new cases of COVID-19 among 20s and unders in Ontario. Researchers at the University of Guelph conducted a study that looked at the COVID-19 caseload impact on the medical system in Canada, and they found that a number of new cases continue to climb among people under the age of 20 in Ontario. Ed McBean is a risk association assessment uh, expert, rather, and a professor at the University of Guelph, and he joins the show right now. Welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to be here. Good to have you. You were the lead researcher. So how much are COVID cases increasing among the under-20 demo? Well, just to uh, mention before that, we are doing a very good job in Ontario. We are seeing declines in a lot of respects. But when we've been looking at the data for the last month, we see that the the uh, categories of age are 0 to 19 and 20 to 29. They are increasing. It's not surprising. They're, they're bored of being at home. But don't forget also, this is this period when the schools have been closed and the daycares have been closed. Now we're entering the summer period where it's really nice to be outside. And the potential is for more, you know, the with the the whole scenario of, of um, being, you know, welcoming friends and so on. That's probably what it is. We we don't know, of course, absolute certainty, but it, it given that schools are closed and daycares are closed. But now when we're entering the period, and I understand fully the, the interest of parents to have their children go back to daycare and or summer camps, etc. But that's where the danger is, because they themselves, those individuals in those age categories, will not become uh, enormously sick in general, like it's very unusual. But of course, they bring it home to the to the home environment where there is perhaps, well, certainly parents and maybe uh, grandparents. And it's that transfer, that's what worries us so much. So generally, we're doing well in Ontario. But Yeah, you know, I have heard that it takes, you know, three weeks to form a habit. And we've been in lockdown for more than three weeks. But I've noticed even on my uh, safe social distancing visits with friends, it's very easy to slip back into uh, normal behavior that we're used to. And you'll be noticing, oh, wow, okay, I just walked way too close to you. So if to expect our kids, especially kids in daycare, to keep a safe physical distance or not slide back into their usual habits, it's, it's a little um, maybe naive. It is very difficult. And I, I've got to caution, too, that Toronto and, and Peel regions are very different than the rest of the province. The rest of the province is, is demonstrating that the curve has been flattened, even in those age categories. But where we're seeing it is in the, the densely populated areas, where there's much more opportunity for social engagement, whether it be a two-year-old or a eight-year-old or a 14-year-old, that type of thing. So do we know if Toronto and Peel have more of that specific demographic than other places? Well, the, it's 0 to 19 in Toronto, it's about 18% are in that demographic. And in Peel, it's about 25%. So it's certainly a sizable number. And then the obviously 20 to 29, I don't have the numbers right on the top of my head, but 8 or so percent, something in that category. So it represents a significant part of the population. 
And with the warm weather we're expecting and, and with, you know, uh, our, our gradual easing and reopening of restrictions on people's movements and where they can go, I, are we expecting this, this 20-something group may become uh, a group that we should be watching a little more carefully? We have to be really careful because, as I mentioned, it is the, especially for the 0 to 19, because they are the ones living at home with multiple generations and perhaps three generations for that matter. Uh, the 20 to 29s are typically out on their own. They're in the job environment, that type of thing. Um, it's it's harder for them, but hopefully they will maintain it. But it is the very young, I'll just say less than 20, um, that it's that's the one that is most concerned because of the the uploading or uh, impact on the older generations, and they are the ones that are going to suffer the most uh, horrible damage. So what do we need to do? Do we need to target an education campaign at this 20 and under demo and the 20 to 29 demo? Well, I think we're probably trying to do that. It's it's difficult. Um, but as I say, I guess, and let's just also say that, you know, we're not necessarily in this forever. In other words, a few more weeks type of thing, we get it down, um, then it's it's feasible. And, you know, another initiative, which I'm not sure is going to be successful, but at least being thinking about the possibilities is virtual daycare, not virtual daycare, virtual summer camp. Um, I don't know whether it would be well received or not, but it's obviously not as much fun as being there with kids your age and, and interacting and so on. But whatever we can do to try to. Uh, flatten the curve on the 019 and to some extent the 20 to 29 we just have to make them more respectful of social distance and so on because so if you've got if you have parents listening to the show right now and they're thinking oh my kids are just dying they're going squirrely they're dying to do something i know that their summer day camp is back on what would your advice to them be to keep them home to, to just avoid it this year i don't know i know lots of people are doing that i can't say for general but it is a, a real fear. Um, the ones that would involve, you know, less physical contact, less opportunity for interaction. Uh, you know, certain kinds of daycare are less um, social distance involved. Those might be uh, more safe, but uh, there's no easy answer. And you can, of course, I don't think have a daycare uh, sorry a summer camp where you would say okay you're from peel or toronto you you can't come <laughs> at least that would when be you, difficult to when, do but. yeah for sure when you started um crunching the numbers and and looking at the study it was originally just on the impact on the medical system in general you weren't specifically looking at 20 somethings and under 20 so were you shocked when you found out there was a significant increase in in new cases of covid among the 20 somethings Yes, you're absolutely right. My study, which has been funded by the national government, like NSERC, um, that is what we're trying to look at is the caseload and the way it impacts the medical system. But when we were doing the analyses, this basically jumped off the page saying, wow, uh, outside Toronto is not a problem, but inside Toronto, well, Toronto Peel, and perhaps yeah. Hamilton and Windsor, we haven't done those analyses, but they are definitely increasing. The uh, you know, that's, that's the fear. 
So I guess that if you're 20 something listening to the show, and I do know we have some 20 somethings that do tune into the show, or if you live with a 20 something, the message is you are going to have to be extra vigilant because the numbers are going up in your demo. So keep your safe social distance as much as you can continue washing your hands and maybe don't think about, as Doug Ford said, you know, when you invite those people into your group of 10, adding grandma to the group of 10, um, you might have to pass on being part of that group of 10 because uh, you're a significant risk to, to her future. That's exactly the scenario I would would recommend. I mean, it is the older people that will suffer more dramatically and uh, keep the social distance. I mean, when I go to the grocery store, people are very reasonable and, and respective. That's the key. Wash the hands, you know, keep that social distance, that type of thing. And whatever we can do in that respect uh, would help. And once we can flatten this curve and, and keep it down, we do not want a resurgence to have to go into a, another lockdown as a consequence. So that's the key. Yeah, I, I don't know if the, we can afford another shutdown too. Ed, it's well, been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you.